Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Today, Superman, in his role of Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter, comes face-to-face with the most dangerous menace in the world, the menace of hate. Say, gang, do you know what your mother would like to give you for breakfast most any time of the year? A heaping bowl of sunshine. Yes, sir. She knows the important effect of sunshine in helping you build strong bones and teeth. So one of the next best things is Kellogg's Pep, because you can get the vitamin D effect of sunshine in this sunny golden toasted cereal. Why, your regular serving of Pep gives you your whole daily minimum need of sunshine vitamin D, plus more than twice as much of an energy vitamin B1 as in sun-ripened whole wheat. Of course, you like Pep for breakfast because it's a doggone golden and crisp and has that real wide-awake flavor. And because that's how you get those exciting comic buttons all the gang's collecting. Aren't the characters in this new second series really nifty-looking? Why, they're bright-colored and, and red and blue and yellow and black. All kinds of wonderful colors. But remember, there's only one way you can get these comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in either money or a box stop. You just make sure Mom keeps stocked up with plenty of Kellogg's Pep. And look for your prize inside the package. That's P-E-P, Pep, the sunshine cereal made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. It is midnight in Metropolis. The city's noisy pulse is stilled. The darkness, like a thick blanket, covers its sleeping millions. On Morton Street, alive by day with the clatter of neighborhood crowds, all is silent save for the distant tolling of the clock in the insurance building tower. The muffled, hollow footsteps of two shrouded figures move cautiously along the row of darkened storefronts, keeping close to their shadows. They pass the community market, its green shades drawn. They pass Miller's Bakery and Spinelli's Shoe Repair Shop and Clausen Brothers Butchers. 
Then suddenly, at a whispered command from one, they stopped, crouched and alert in the thick shadows. There is a light in the corner drugstore. I thought you said he closes before midnight. Yeah, yeah, he does. I cased the joint all week. You cased the joint? I ought to sock you one. Honest, honest, I did. How can I help it if he ain't closed up yet? Maybe he's got a customer. Yeah, maybe you ain't gonna live long enough to... Hey, get back. What's the matter? Someone's coming out of the store. You see? I told you he had a customer. You told me. Yeah, yeah, I said Shut up. But... Shut up. Here he comes. Who? Who do you suppose? Oh, oh yeah. Hey, it's him. He's locking the door. He's back. He's getting his car, see? Just like I told you. Told me. Get ready. Yeah, sure. Sure, I'm ready. You got the bottle? The what? The bottle, you dummy, the bottle. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, yeah, I got it. Hey, what's in it? What do you think? Huh? Hey, there he goes. He's driving away. Come on, wait, wait a minute. What for? Wait till he gets out of sight, you dope. Okay. Coast is clear. Let's go. You know what to do now? Yeah, yeah, sure I know. Listen, you mess this up and I'll break it. Oh, won't I? Don't worry. Better not. Okay, here we are. What are you waiting for? I'm just looking at all that blue gauze and the wind advertising perfume. Ain't that gonna boing pretty, huh? Yeah. Hey, come on, throw that thing, will you? Okay. Here goes. Holy cow. Hurry up, you dope. Sprinkle that stuff around. Yeah, I am. Wait a minute, will you? All right, that's enough. Get back. I'm going to toss a match in there. <coughs> Creepers. Okay. That'll learn them. Come on, let's go. Go ahead, Danny. Tell Mr. Ken and Mr. White what you saw in Morton Street last night. Gosh, uh, are you sure it's okay, Jim? Well, you don't think I would have brought you down here if I didn't think it was okay, do you? Yeah, I know, but... Well, gosh, if they ever find out that... If who finds out? What's this all about, Olson? Who is this kid? Well, His it... name is Danny O'Neill, Chief. He's a friend of Jimmy's and he's a newsboy. Oh. Look, Danny... Yes, sir? You'd like to tell us something about the Morton Street fire, wouldn't you? How did you know? Well, Jim said you saw something on Morton Street last night, and since that's where the fire started, I just sort of put two and two together. Danny saw plenty. He saw the guys who started the fire. What? Kent, tell Bob to hold the presses. Now, wait a minute. the makeup roll. Rip out the front page. Don't sit there gaping at me. There's oh, a scoop here. Hand me a scoop. Well, Jim, you said they wouldn't put it in the paper. You promised. Kent, in the name of heaven, will you? Just a minute, Chief. I promised Danny we wouldn't print anything he told us, Mr. White. You promised Danny. And who are you? Well, I'm running this paper, and I'll decide what to print and what not to print. <laughs> now see what you've done, yelling at the top of your lungs. See what I've done. Oh, don't cry, Danny. It'll be all right. Oh, Kent, for the last time, will you get those presses stopped? No, or... I won't. What? Now look, Chief. You know as well as anyone does that off-the-record statements made to a reporter are held in confidence. But, but he's only a kid. I don't care if he's a kid or a king or a prince or a pauper. He has as much right to have his confidences respected as anyone. Well, okay, you win. Hey, you see, Danny, everything's all right. It's not going to be printed. Now you can tell him. You better tell him, Jim. I'm too... Okay, Danny. Here, here's a clean handkerchief. Blow your nose. Uh, thanks. 
Now, you just sit back and relax. I'll tell Mr. Ken and Mr. White what you saw. Oh, if I get anything wrong, you correct me, huh? All right. Go ahead, Jim. Well, last night, Danny's mother got sick and she needed some medicine. Uh Uh-huh. It was around midnight, and although Danny wasn't sure the drugstore would be open, he got dressed and went down. It was closed. But as he came around the corner, he saw two guys standing in front of the Morton Street window of the store. One of them had a brick in his hand, and the other one had a bottle. What kind of a bottle? I'll come to that. Well, anyway, suddenly the guy with the brick tossed it through the store window. The guy with the bottle ran up to the window and sprinkled some stuff inside. Gasoline. Then the guy who threw the brick lit a match and set fire to it. Then they ran. Good Godfrey. And you mean to tell me we can't print that? Wait a minute, Chief. There's more. Go on, Jim. Well, the first thing Danny thought of was to turn in a fire alarm. So he ran across the street to a box and rang the alarm. And then he got frightened. Why, Danny? You tell him, Jim. Well, he... He got frightened because he thought he recognized the guy who threw the brick and set the stuff in the window on fire. Well, who was he? Danny thinks it was a guy named Muggs. A big, tough kid who quit school last year and spends all his time hanging around a pool room. Well, I don't understand. Why did that frighten you, Danny? You know why, Jim. Sure. Danny was frightened because when he came around the corner, he was right under a street lamp. And just as he saw Muggs and recognized him, he sure Muggs saw him. Uh-huh. That's why he was afraid to go to the police. That's why he came to me. Muggs will kill me if he finds out I snitched. Over my dead body, he will. Kent, you get Henderson on the phone. Tell him to send a squad of cops into that neighborhood immediately. I want that little hoodlum, that Muggs character, picked up tonight. He, he's not there. Well, not where, Danny? He went away. What? I heard the other tough kids talking about how Muggs went away and, and wouldn't be back till tomorrow. Uh, hiding out like a big-time gangster. Well, tomorrow's time enough. Uh, what's Muggs' last name, Danny? I don't know. That's the only name they call him. You wouldn't have any idea why he and the other boys started that fire in the drugstore, would you? No. I don't know why they did it. Well, what's the difference why they did it? They did it? Well, uh, it may make a lot of difference. Okay, Danny, I think you've told us all we need to know. And look, son, don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you. That Muggs is awful tough. Well, we can be tough, too. Jim. Yeah? Danny's had a pretty tough day. Suppose you take him home in a cab, huh? Oh, sure. And don't go to school tomorrow, Danny. Jim and I'll pick you up about, oh, ten in the morning. Is that all right? Yeah, I guess so. Good boy. Come on, Danny. We're going home in style. Are we home already? Yeah, sure thing. That's where you live, isn't it? Yeah. I'll see you in the morning, Danny. Okay, Jim. So long. So long. Wait a minute, kid. Huh? You Danny O'Neill? Yeah. Okay, skinny. Let him have hey, it. Come on, let's go. We'll be back in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. You know, gang, you're always meeting up with Popeye and Maggie and Jigs and the Little King and different funny papers. But here's a way you can get all those comic strip characters and more, too, together at one time. And that's by collecting that exciting new second series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. And what fun it is to trade duplicates with your friends and add a new button to your collection. 
Mighty satisfactory, too, to wear all your pep comic buttons pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap right out where all your pals can see how many you've collected. Because these new second series buttons are real beauties printed in full comic strip colors on a gleaming white enamel button that really shows up. Now, don't forget that there are 18 different comic strip characters in this new second series, and you'll want to collect them all. You can, too. Sure, easy as ABC. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy these pep comic buttons anywhere. You get them just by asking Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pep. Yes, Pep is the prize package where you find new comic buttons to add to your collection. That's P-E-P, Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. And now, back to our story. It is 8.30 that same evening. Clark Kent, returning to his apartment after having had dinner with Perry White, enters just as the phone rings. Hello. Mr. Kent, this is Beanie at the office. Oh, yes, Beanie. Gosh, I've been trying to get you for the last half hour. Why, what's the trouble? It's it's about Jim, Mr. Kent. Jim? What about him? He was taken to the Metropolis Hospital. What was that? They said Jim was taken to the Metropolis Hospital, and they want you to get down there as fast as you can. Struck as though by a bolt of lightning, the pit of his stomach suddenly empty and hollow. Clark Kent slams the phone receiver down and heads for the door. Henri changes his mind, turns and quickly strips off his business suit, revealing himself in the blue costume and red cape of Superman. I can get there a lot faster this way. Up with the window. Out. And away! What has happened to Jimmy Olsen? Is it the same thing we know happened to little Danny O'Neill? Gang, this is only the beginning of the most exciting adventure the Man of Steel has ever taken part in. So don't fail to hear tomorrow's thrill-packed episode entitled The Invisible Killer. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, it's the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in the Superman DC comic magazines. Say, gang, you know what fun it is to make your dog sit up and beg for something good to eat? Well, if you want to make sure your dog gets a good dinner that'll help keep him strong and husky, ask your mother to give him Kellogg's Grow Pup dog food. If you feed Grow Pup to your dog along with the scraps of meat and fat, he ought to get along just fine. That kind of eating will help give him strong bones and teeth and muscles. There's Grow Pup ribbon, Grow Pup meal, and Grow Pup pellets. Just see which your dog likes best and ask mother to feed it to him regularly. Remember, that's Kellogg's Grow Pup. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.